I'm not following. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to this to the snot hour. I'm MC Allergy Face. These are my co-hosts, the Boogers. What's up, Boogers? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I had that in my head on the way here, and I messed it up so bad. I just well, you didn't practice. I was gonna say, welcome to the Allergy Hour with your host, MC Snotty Face, and the Boogers, and I said it wrong. Uh, well, you said it right the second time. Yeah, we can all edit, we can edit this out. It's all right. <laughs> I had a dream last night that um, it was like I had a dream this morning that we were doing the podcast in my house. Oh, what a nightmare! And, <laughs> no, I'm just uh, it, w- it was awful. Why was it awful? I don't remember. I don't know. And then some kids broke into my house it? and were using my TV. Was? No. You don't remember? You start this. You started off telling us this dream, and are you happy with it? Are you happy that you told us? I'm happy that you're going to go fuck yourself. <laughs> we were doing the podcast, and it wasn't good. I don't think I ever had a dream that I was doing the podcast ever. I, I have dreams about everything I do. Like I have dreams about work every day. About the podcast. I have dreams about stuff from when I was younger. I think I probably talked about this before. Ray told me that you have a recurring dream about a house. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I told you. I, I, I'm going to get, I actually am. I'm going to get The Sims and I'm going to build that house in The Sims. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> exactly should, how I remember it. From you should the get a police sketch artist to draw it. Or a, oh, it won't look nothing like Joe it. Dirt. It won't look nothing like it. My we'll dad came it. out looking like Father Time. I, don't, I forget what he says his mom looks like. Wait, on which one? In in Joe Dirt, he gets a police sketch oh, artist yeah, yeah. to draw his parents. <laughs> this is the Joe Dirt podcast where we watch oh, Joe man. Dirt every week and review it and recap it every week. Hey. Hey. That's a podcast I'd listen to. Don't feel the reaper there, <laughs> buddy boy. <laughs> All right. So we're good. We, do we have a good week, everyone? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Two weeks, right? Two weeks. A couple weeks. Eh. Yeah. Yeah. That last that last seventy fifth anniversary was I got a, wild. That was a wild time. Yeah, I don't remember. We're usually drinking coffee, not alcohol. Yeah, <laughs> we should have recorded that. We, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, we should have put out a uh, episode. We should have put that out, huh? It's just, episode. just four people yelling. <laughs> at the end of it. We have All a, right. <laughs> what? All right, now we're on seventy six. Yeah, we have a guest this week. Seventeen seventy six. Our guest this week is the word prolific comes to mind. This gentleman uh, puts out more music than anyone I've ever met uh, constantly. It's insane, the output. Uh, he's an awesome dude, super creative. I think we met in Philly, I want to say, at a show. I know that shortly after he came to a show in Trenton. Uh, he's a great MC, creative person, and all-around joy to be around. Ladies and gentlemen, my good friend, Darko the Super. Hi, how's it going? It's me, Darko the Super, here on the uh, Snot Hour with you and uh, everyone else. Here, <laughs> tuning in to Radio 102.9. <laughs> yeah, we actually f- we forgot to introduce ourselves to you because we've never met. So I'm Bella and this is Eric, <laughs> by the way. So hey, how's it going? Saying, yeah. hey. We forget a lot nice of stuff. Yeah, it's oh. not good to... Oh, yeah, you've been waiting to work that one in. Eric doesn't even have any kids. It's amazing. <laughs> not yet. Maybe because knows. of the dad <laughs> Yeah. The dad jokes are natural prophylactic. Oh, wow. Well. <laughs> all right. What's up, Darko? How you doing, man? Doing all right. You know, doing all right. Got a lot of complaining to do. All right. I'm ready to do it. That's what I so. love to hear. Hell yeah. I don't think there's any better way to bond with a person. 
Hmm. It probably is. This yeah. Isn't we'll find some mutual <laughs> hate. <laughs> too yeah. yeah. People are always trying to bond me over hate. And I'm like, nah, bro, I'm not racist. Yeah. That happens at work all the time. Yeah, yeah. No, so hmm. we're not going to do that. Just complain about <laughs> dumb things, little things. Yeah, little things. You yeah. Know? Oh, it's, geez. Little, it's just the little things we complain about. How about that rain? Little jokes. Little, little jokes. <laughs> so what, what do you got for us? You got a barrage? You got a, you got multiple things? Um, you with? know, my, my biggest complaint in life is the music industry. And why I decided to join it as a <laughs> um, human being, yeah, in society, trying to uh, make profits from your arts and whatnot. So you know, so that's a big one for me. That's a big one. Yeah, um, it just just uh, kills everything inside me sometimes. You know, and my friend Serengeti once said, you know, as a line about another life destroyed by making music, and. Um, you know, so sometimes it destroys you, but you need a positive outlook in life. And, uh, you know, it's hard to find some days. Yeah. 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 Eats you alive. The, uh, eats you alive like a snake eating its tail. There's a lot of industries, but mostly art, I'd say, and, but mostly specifically music that it's like designed for a lot of people to make money and not the person who makes the music. Like sure, uh, sure. everyone around the person makes the money. Like, it seems like it's always been like that. Yeah, it does. And more recently is when it's not been like that, when artists are doing shit independently. It's such a weird. I wonder why it's like that. Like, it, it maybe because, like, from where it comes from isn't a place of like, oh, you go to school and you get a degree and this is the money you make every year. It's more like, oh, I make this thing and I don't know how it works. Who likes it? And then someone else goes, all right. Well, let's get to be honest, Ray, that's everything in the world. It's you know, weird. Like, if you think about every job there ever is, you know. I guess it is all exploited yeah. labor. Yeah, of course. I guess like maybe it comes down to like some artists aren't business people and some business people aren't artists, but they want to be. Right. So then they have to have someone else do the work so they can make the money. Is Hollywood like the same way, like with movies? Because actors make a shitload of money, don't they? Or I guess some Not of them all don't of make them. really anything, right? Yeah. It's just like the music industry, I guess, huh? <clears throat> if you're a superstar. I saw something that... Uh, Leo DiCaprio gets to pick every role in Hollywood. You know, he has this, he has the, uh, Christian Bale said this in an interview. I saw that. that. He has, he has yeah. like first choice in any role ever. He's so. like, I think I got to thank Leonardo DiCaprio for my whole career. Cause everything yeah, he turned yeah. down is yeah, what I yeah. took. Yeah. It's so. pretty funny. That's so funny. I just saw that. What a so, guy. Yeah. So that's sort of like me and Jay-Z. Jay-Z is my Leo. <laughs> yeah. I can DiCaprio. see that. Heard that. Actually. <laughs> everything Hova turns down. Darko picks up. Yeah, you know. So, but yeah, I think that's I think that's true in every every sense of working. You know, it's like making money for the man. I think some some like indie artists who aren't even that like big, like huge or whatever, can they find ways to like irk it out and make make some make some loot, make some rent money. Uh, for I've, sure, I've always been impressed by that. Honestly, like even. The most I've ever made, like when I was doing my best, has probably been enough to pay a few bills a month. Not like mm. anything to write home about, really. But I, I kind of yeah. gave up early on ever making money. I was kind of like just hoping to drink myself to death the first couple of years of touring. I hear you. And then it never yeah, happened. It's become, uh, well, you never know. <laughs> you never hey, know. we don't but, want that um, to happen. You know, I think it's like... Uh, uh, I compare myself to everyone, and that's how that's sort of my demise, you know. Yeah, like um, it's hard not to compare yourself to everyone you see being successful in in some sort of way. You know, you could 
with Bandcamp, you could see all the all the people that are purchasing it. There are little pictures under the album and everything like that. And you also see, you know, the limited edition. Oh, they sold you know hundreds of copies. And then you know, I go to do my album and um, I compare myself to that instead of realizing that you know I'm doing pretty well compared to you know whoever's comparing themselves to me. So yeah, yeah right. Everybody knows Darko. <laughs> I see. I'm serious. I also like. I I do that too. I, I, I it's hard to get out of that where you're like, oh man, why do they have this? Like yeah. I work hard over here, but they got this thing that I should have that. And it's hard to like. I think everyone has those feelings initially, and it's like you have to snap out of it and like think about it more positively. And some people are better at that than others. Yeah, yeah. So my day job, I almost um, I almost put in my two weeks the other the other day. I I teach preschool and this. This uh, this first couple couple weeks has been really tough, and then you know I had this meeting with my supervisors and everything, and it was really it was really actually super awesome. And they told me like you have to come in with a different outlook and everything. So I start coming in with this more you know positive thinking of like not taking things so personal and yeah, you know, not feeling that because honestly, you know, it's sort of, I'm the the big uh, teddy bear there, you know, and everyone thinks. You know, I don't. The kids don't love me, but they don't really respect me in some ways. So yeah, it's sort of so. Four year olds are hard. Know, They're tough, yeah. man. Yeah. So I, I, uh, I sort of came in thinking like, all right, whatever. You know, if if in the grand scheme of things, nothing matters anyway. You know, mm-hmm. we're all just like one in God's imagination. You know, and it's hard <laughs> to. So I start boiling it down to that, like nothing really. You know, so I'm bad. Uh, I'm I'm stating all this because. It's hard for me to complain right now. <laughs> yeah, right. But I, you, I you, you kind of fixed your, you straightened out your complaining yeah, yeah. right before but, the episode. You know, come come back to me next week. I'll have <laughs> you know, I'll be much better at this. What were you like? Were you going into work like? Was it the kids? Like you were kind of taking yes. it personally, or was it okay? It wasn't we're, like we're definitely, again? it was Sorry. definitely preschool. Huh? Oh, preschool. Okay. Oh yeah, I teach four year olds. Okay. Um, a co teacher, but um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. It, it, Last year was amazing because I was a substitute, but I was in different classes every day and I was there all week. And, you know, everyone in the hallways, oh, hey, Mr. Evan, Mr. Evan. You know, it was great. And then, you know, having my own class, I sort I sort of thought things would be different as far as, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of things going on. And, um, you know, so it was kind of tough thinking like, you know, it was sort of embarrassing, like the other, you know, other teachers, you know, when the kids are running away from me in the hallway, they would have to stop them and like. You know, it's like, I, and, and and then at rest time, you know, which is, they're like, uh, oh, well, miss, guys, we got to stop, miss, coming back, or, oops, sorry, maybe bleep that, but, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. miss, whoever's coming back, and then I'm like, wait, I'm a teacher too, you know, <laughs> you know, so my whole thing is like, hey, I'm, why do you do that for them, but not me, I'm, I'm here too, so, but yeah, so that was, that was my thing, and then, you know, I sort of just trying to turn it around, but. And then music, you know, I was super depressed with, uh, you know, my new album coming out. And, um, you know, I, because I did a double LP, I'm trying to press 300 copies like a moron. Um, but it's that's so the hard. only way you could do it. That's the only way you could do it. If you, you can't press 100 copies of a yeah. double LP. It's so you, hard, you, dude. Yeah. You'd have, uh, you'd be, you'd make no money even if you sold them all. So, you, um, yeah, so I did 300 and I'm trying to move it. And, you know, uh that was going slow. But then I realized if I look at it, like if I didn't press 300, this would be one of my best, you know, 
most successful releases so far, so, mm-hmm. at least self-released. Everything I had on labels, you know, did really well. But when I do it myself on my own label, um, it's a lot harder and it doesn't, yeah. you know, it doesn't move as well. But then looking at it, I'm like, oh, if, if I didn't press 300 copies, this would be wonderful. Like, this is honestly really right. well. Because um, I put out like a, a 10 inch EP of it too, a bonus, like a bonus um, record. And uh, yeah, those, I pressed 10 of them. And, you know, they're kind of expensive and I have four left right now and, you know, just put it out um, on Friday. So it's like, uh, you know, I got to stop thinking of things as this race, you know, more of a marathon. Yeah, Yeah. it seems like you're doing pretty good. You just put it out Friday and you got a couple left. Yeah, yeah. But see, that's me. I put it out, put it out Friday and, you know, bank hit Friday and then go, well, you know, back to back to the I, I don't. You know, these days I don't want to, you know, kill myself, but more so I would like to fake my own death. You yeah. know, any, anytime it's like, oh, I don't want to do anything tomorrow. I sort of want to fake my own death where before it would have been like, oh, I got it. The world isn't right for me. Yeah. You know, I don't <laughs> well, fit in here. But uh, yeah. So, you know, music. Yeah. You know, I see that all the time, man. Like, uh, like after COVID, I thought I've said this a hundred times, but it, music like losing live music was like a bad breakup for me, and mm-hmm. I and I'm still like fucked up over it, like almost to an embarrassing level. Like when I see people sure. doing well, I'm I'm like really happy for them all. They they never quit. They they saw an end in sight to like COVID and lockdowns, and they were like, I'm just gonna keep grinding. And for me, I was like, I lost everything I did. It was every excuse I had to not do more. Sure, and yeah. I was like hurt. And when I see people doing it, I'm like hurt. It's like seeing someone date my ex-girlfriend or something. It like makes mm-hmm. me upset. And I get like like weird about like li- like people will be like, when are you going to play live again? And I get like weird, like a fucking, like who said sure. that to me? Like an old gunslinger. Like, <laughs> like oh, I can't. I, I used to be that guy. I'm not that guy anymore. And it, uh, it, it, this baby knows I used to be a piece of shit. You got yeah. to surprise everybody <laughs> one day when you're feeling it. I used to be a piece of a shit. <laughs> Slip yeah. back hair. I just I don't know. Like I and it's. You think this is slip back? This I have pushback. Push back. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No, that's appropriate. Yeah. I have I have a lot of respect for people who who are keeping it going, but to me, I just don't. I feel like I don't even fit in, like to that world anymore. And it was my whole life. Live shows are tough. I realize you know I had you know all these like a tour book when when the pandemic started and everything. And now that you know I don't play as many shows, I'm sort of like. And when I do, sometimes it's a great feeling, but other times I'm like, yeah, I see why I, I stopped, you know, don't care about this anymore. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Well, and people are fucking clowns. Like, I, I think yeah. it's respectable to, like, take your art seriously and make sure you make the money and do the things the best way possible. But also, like, sure. people walking around calling themselves artists and sticking their nose up in the air and just acting like so foo-foo about how great they are. That That mm-hmm. part really rubs me the wrong way. And I don't think that's even like comparison or being bitter. There's some people who are just like, oh sure, there's there's a lot of pretentious. Uh, yeah, pretentious there, is the man. word. They feel like they're yeah. they're like being their brand and putting it out there, and it, I can't yeah, like yeah yeah. No, it, I get it. It's like not even a real interaction with someone like that. They're like yeah. a walking billboard for, for themselves. <laughs> for sure. It's like I already know what you do. Like I just wanted to say hi. It's like all right, see you later. So, yeah, no, all, definitely. It's all very frustrating. We put out a record right around the pandemic with the mm-hmm. vinyl, and it was the hardest thing ever. Like, ra- oh, we never raised enough money. I had to put money into it. I'm still sending them out like three years later because I just don't care. I'm working like 
60 to 80 hours a week, and I don't care about packaging records at the end of the day. Nobody paid full price. No one's knocking my door down, so yeah, taking them a couple years to get them. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It is what it is, you know? Just give them to people as they email well, you about it. I mean, think, <laughs> well, like, nobody's oh, yeah, doing that either. Yeah, That's what I mean. Don't, like, when they email you, then worry about it, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, well, think about it like that. Don't you, worry, you I know, got you mine. Press, <laughs> you press one record. I'm running a label and pressing all these things, and not just records, you know, tapes and CDs. And I mean, luckily... I mean, before it was a real, it was, you know, a real hassle, but, um, now, um, you know, I have a friend who does all my shipping out in Connecticut. So I, I don't even see most of my merch anymore unless I have them ship them to me or Dude, that's you know, the way to do buys it. Them when I see it. But yeah, you know, so, um, that's been great, but it's also like, I put a lot of money into it. And luckily now that I have a day job, I could be like, well, this is what I want to spend my money on. You know, yeah. I want to, you know, some people have hobbies and you know collections and things like that i just want to see my album get pressed you know so that's what i i turn things into it's like um this is sort of my uh this is what i want to treat myself on yeah you know yeah. absolutely and so you deserve it you deserve this beautiful art you you know <laughs> you deserve to have things that you want or want to do yeah, like you know for sure and I, like if you can get them that's awesome like if you can do it that's awesome yeah, and I see you like with the comparison thing. I always see the work you put in and like your internet presence and the connections you've built with with artists that are well known. And like, I'm always like, man, I, I wish I did it like Darko. Darko's got a good grind. He's got a good hustle on that. Like a part I never really worked at. And so, like, I I see you, man. I see what you're doing. I think it's pretty cool. Okay, um, you you mean like networking and all that? Yeah, and the, yeah, like yeah. yeah, like the like the when you Thanks. you put out projects with people, I know that like I I don't have any connection to that are like, for lack of a better word, like bigger, like on a certain scale, like a certain for independent sure, yeah. scale, and it's awesome, man. I, I think all that's really cool. I, it takes a fucking the one of the hardest things for me in any project or anything I've ever done is like sitting down at a computer. Uh, I like absolutely hate it. It's it's super hard for me to focus on anything like that. So like when I see someone kind of excel at it, I think that's so cool. Oh, thank you. I oh, I hear you. It's, it's uh Yeah, it's I sort of have a like compulsive need to, you know, feel productive in some sort of way. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I like need to always be I have I have a lot of trouble relaxing. Like uh I me don't too. know how to I always yeah, say that yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, I can't relax. Yeah, it's it's hard for me, so like the extent of my relaxing need, is me going to bed at night. You see, in the <laughs> I hear you. No, no, no. I don't want to smoke so. weed. I don't have the time <laughs> to relax. Like I don't have the time to sit down and do nothing. Yeah, oh, okay. like I was, like I was saying the other day. It, you know, there should be like two more hours in the day. All I need is like two more hours. <laughs> Just one and then maybe day. Maybe maybe like a four hour work work week. You know, if the week four day work. Four hour. Yeah, yeah nice four too. hour would be great. But the four day, I mean, that's what I always say. If it, we if we had an extra day off, I would get mm-hmm. everything done. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. The uh, weekend for me, that's me time. Yeah. The weekdays are for work. And uh-huh. then the one day, uh, one extra day is where I clean the bathroom floor. You're still not going to clean the bathroom floor. I'm never going to clean the no. bathroom floor. I don't, I, yeah, I don't, I don't even have two days, so I don't. Hey, before we get too far away from it, we were d- doing I Think You Should Leave bits. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's oh, wow. so, I our whole podcast. podcast. I did get Biff Whiff uh, to host my album. He's the one who, he's Detective Crashmore. I think that he's Santa one of Claus. the worst people on the whole show like i think really? he's so like unfunny why because yeah. he doesn't like your Detective tattoos Crashmore, he's amazing i think it's so not funny i think it's pretty he says funny. you're not gonna get any presents for christmas if you have tattoos <laughs> yeah <laughs> right? i just like don't i just don't think it's funny 
Bella's got a militant sense. It's of just humor. a weird. Yeah. It is no, a, yeah. It is a yeah. weirder one. Call me a Colonel bitch. I think it's great, and that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about, though. That's like amazing. Yeah. Like you connect with people like that. Oh wait, <laughs> is he really doing that? Yeah. Oh shit! That He's you did a, tell me that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that is sick. Like, I, okay. Sorry, <laughs> tell, I thought you were telling that Bella a joke. Said he's a dumb character <laughs> no, on no. that show. No, no, I thought you were telling <laughs> tell like she said that. Listen, I may think it's unfunny. However, I think it's cool when people do things they they want to do, and that is cool. I just thought you were just talking about it. I like didn't even realize it was <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but I, that, that is cool. That is funny. We got you here so that Bella could tell that dude to go fuck himself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't do that. Oh yeah, man. Huh? Why not? That's yeah, mean. I wrote him a script and he hosted the album and everything. It, that's it, awesome. It, it was pretty cool. Yeah, it's really cool. cool. I love when yeah. rap does stuff like that. Like any kind of, uh, or like even the old Offspring albums would have. Uh, Re- well, who hosted the first one? Like Reverend Horton Heat or somebody, and like they're just like random people talking between songs is always like a cool little addition. To, yeah. Uh, well, I did it like yeah. um, my idea was Stephen Wright and Reservoir Dogs. Oh yeah. You know, so the Meeting Place is like an hour radio show uh type of th- type of deal and um um yeah so i got biff to to host it as that's fine. i, that I originally cool. wrote the script for my man tone tank were you not allowed to bring up really... his other job as being Santa? <laughs> you, get mad? you know when i reached <laughs> out to him if you tell i was like it. <laughs> you know would you want to do this and i was like i know i'm i know i'm uh you know opening myself up to a you know two million dollar quote joke right now but uh because you know it, it, it he's like even even if I do a bad job, they gotta they gotta give me two mil. That's my quote. <laughs> you know? So so when I when I reached out to him, I was like, you know, I, I mentioned that, but um, that's fine. Yeah, no, it worked out. He's like, uh, yeah, I have a cameo, um, just you know. So I paid whatever the cameo was, and he sent me recordings of. You know, all <laughs> that's that awesome, script. man. That's so funny. Good. Yo, that's I have cool. a you know the band the Vandals. Remember them? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. yeah I have a Vandals, Vandals album good. with. There's, there's one here that I have. I can't remember which one it is. It's got Kelsey Grammer on it. Plus, That's right. There's yeah. one song he's playing piano, and then there's one where it's like a phone message where, like, you have reached whatever. I know Leo Kelsey message. Grammer's <laughs> politics are probably bullshit, but that's so cool. That it's just funny that, that he's on his vandals. Yeah, it's like, weird that he's on there, like, What kind of funny. budget are the vandals working with? I, uh, I guess it depends maybe on the year. They might yeah. have just met him somewhere. Who knows? They got that <laughs> Frazier money. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. They probably have pretty similar politics to Frazier, though, to be honest. So maybe they met at like a young Republican rally or something. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> toss salad and He's like, of course I'll be on your album. <laughs> I love it, man. Yeah, I don't know, man. Music industry sucks. I pay to play bullshit promotion. How about rap specifically? Rap blogs are all like pay for press or any publication any rap thing i don't think anybody is like oh i just write articles about cool rappers everyone's yeah, like there's about me 50 two writers bucks. i know who actually do that anymore but it's, um it's like I, I think they killed it i think they killed their own industry I, nobody cares no i don't think people really read that stuff anymore because of yeah it depends you, you kind of yeah, know the product so. Like I read, yeah. I'll read like a double XL article, and even that's all like uh, clickbait. XL, man. No, no. It, yeah, it's trash. Yeah. But like, I'll I'll flip yeah. on it if I want to see it. But like, the indie I stuff it, when I know the pr- when I know their price list, it's hard for me to like take it seriously. Uh, don't, yeah, that's not real journalism. Don't ever, I, I agree. Don't ever pay for that stuff. Man. Yeah, yeah. No, there's a few writers who I really respect, but um, outside of that, yeah, no, never pay for that. Yeah, that's terrible. Um, yeah, I don't think you uh, yield, it yields any real results. Oh, it doesn't. Like, it doesn't. you might as well just take out an ad somewhere. If you, got, 
if you, yeah, if if you're gonna pay for things like that, just do a sponsored ad on Facebook and Instagram, and yeah, you know, right, it'll boost your. You know, if you figured out targeting target marketing and everything, it's it just really be on TikTok. That yeah, was I a can't joke. bring myself yeah. to joke. make a TikTok. No, absolutely not. Yeah, never. I, I would never do, do that. Yeah. I was looking yeah. at kettlebell ab works at workouts and TikTok came up. Should we be on Twitter or no? I love Twitter. I don't have one. Oh, I had one. I, mean, I, I would have like to think about ago. tweeting like, Twitter for the changed podcast. my whole career. Yeah. Twitter really yeah, Twitter's, career. Twitter's cool. Twitter's I think a good yeah. one. Twitter's cool because I, it's like less annoying people you know on than like Facebook. There's, you could put, oh, well, you I, could share yeah, links on there, right? Yeah. Like on Instagram, you, you can't really sh- right. put like, okay. Yeah. No, Twitter's great. It's the way I was able to reach out to so many of my favorite artists that I ended up working with. You know, yeah. Serengeti, Big Baby Gandhi, you know, Steel Tip Dove, who was one of my um, groomsmen now. You know, these yeah. are like people I adore. And um, I've met them all through. And Dean Friedman, you know, who I did the whole album with, who's like, you know, um, had a number one hit in the 80s and whatnot. He's like my hero. But uh, that's how I met him on, on Twitter, just that's saying, cool. like, hey, I love it. I love your song, McDonald's Girl. And let's, you know, and then he, <laughs> he, he liked it. And he's like, I like your Dark of the Super stuff too. And so then we, you know, did that seven so inch sweet. and I remixed a song and whatnot. And then it yeah. turned into a whole album. So yeah, the, seriously, Twitter has uh, really done wonders for networking and whatever I do. So <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it's super yeah. cool, man. I, I, I think it's awesome. I, I, anytime, I always tell people that I'm like, I could tag a comedian in a thing and get a response. I think that's like, it's cool. It's like not super star fuck or anything. It's like, hey, so that was a great thing. And the guy's like, hey, yeah. thanks. This it's really like, happened to Ray. Yeah, it happens He's a lot, not being vague. actually. Uh-huh. But yeah, no, it's sick. I love it. And I, the, like, I hate when I open up Facebook, which is I just mostly look at dog videos. But I even if like it's a, oh, someone Facebook's I terrible. if someone I like and it's a positive post, it's still like some Declaration of Independence. It's like twenty five <laughs> paragraphs. Like, dude, just write a journal, write a book. Like what? Like I don't understand I'm the urge with... to do that. Never mind. I'm actually not going to say it. He listens to the podcast. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Well, now, now we want to. Well, know. you're already talking about Crash more, so he does not well. listen to the podcast. Uh, well, he uh, might, but uh, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Let's yeah, just assume everybody listens to the podcast. That's a dangerous assumption, my friend. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know, man. Social media, whatever. I just think it just feels like throwing shit at a wall all the time, too, with the music stuff, and I don't know. I'm kind of over it. For the yeah. most part, like I still want to do stuff, but I just feel like let down, which maybe is like the wrong way to feel. But I feel no, like let down. The thought of no, doing shit makes me crazy. It yeah, it's more so um, disappointed. Yeah, you know? yeah, I'm like a be- like a disappointed sure. like, parent. Yeah, that's what it is, really. Yeah, you know, it's like these you know so called you know fans and supporters that you're disappointed in them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do better, guys. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I can't. And like watching people promote, like when you're selling something, I think that's cool. And and like I want to know what my friends are selling, and I want to buy it. But when I when someone's like promoting their show or something, and it's on the internet, I'm like, I don't fuck, like. It like makes me tired for them. It's like such a thankless fucking. What do you mean, grind. like live live stream shows? Any show, anything. Oh, okay. Just like pushing this, like. I don't know. Like, there's one. There's a casual way to do it, and then there's like more of a desperate way to do it. And like watching oh, people like grind out their social media for their music stuff is like very uh, off-putting. I think I'm supposed to play a show this month. With who? The band I'm not in anymore. Oh yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I was like, oh, we're probably not going to play that show. We don't have a drummer or a bassist for that show. I would be the bassist. You playing over Zoom? Or no? no, I would kill myself. <laughs> you always got the right attitude with music. <laughs> I don't want to do it. I drag my feet. Yeah. Don't want to do it. Enjoy it for five minutes and then realize I hate my life. So when you playing again, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think when, like, I... I really when I'm working with someone I like I really enjoy the process of making the music like creating it and then I enjoy the process of playing live and working all that out even the stuff that's like behind the scenes but once like we make an album and it's out I don't care about it at all I'm fucking done with it and everyone's always told me like Dude, that's when you gotta grind. That's the next year of your life. <laughs> you're is like promoting a, that album, and and once it's out, I'm like, I don't, I'm done. I, yeah, you're I'm like, done. it's finally yeah. finished. Five people liked it. I'm done. I don't get like I on to the next thing. I have no focus for it, and I'm like, I'm like upset with it. I get maybe I get too bitter about things. I think <laughs> like, I do the same you? thing when I put stuff out. I just it's done. That's it. I don't. Yeah, do I don't want to. It's also just it like you know. I know for for few bands i was in or like working with rob it's like we always we did it we wrote all the songs we got it done and it was out but there's bands that like work on share artists who work on shit for years and i'm like how do you even still enjoy those songs enough to put them out and be proud of them three yeah, years later i don't have the focus like for you it. know like when a, a band i used to really like like you know they took out they took three years to put out this new album i don't fucking care anymore like it should have been out three years ago when you started writing it <laughs> well that seems a little harsh <laughs> whatever yeah. maybe i just don't like them but doesn't matter I, think I am a little harsh. Maybe I'm too invested in the process where it's like uh, it's ther- too therapeutic. So like when I'm done with it, I- I'm not that person anymore. So I don't. Mm. I'm like I want to be away from it because I, I don't feel said. like I'm the same person. That's not what you said. Yeah. You said fuck you. You didn't put it. You took three years to no, put it out. No, I was like <laughs> that I said. Is what you I was. Said. I said you if I'm gonna wait that. three years, I'm probably not gonna like those songs anymore. I'm not gonna want to hear them. Right, anymore. but that's not the same as saying I'm a completely different person. Yeah, that's pretty much what I just said. Like, okay. <laughs> You're right. I'll just shut up. <laughs> I'm a different person every day when I wake up. Yeah, that seems like I a deeper like issue. I don't like I was yesterday. Maybe, maybe, maybe you need some medication. Yeah, shut up, dude. I'm struggling. You got a different person for each day of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Which me am I going to be today? That would be fun. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So anyway, yeah, when a project's done, I'm... Uh, I'm like, fuck that guy. And then I don't even want to do the songs live for that much longer. Because I'm like, no, I'm saying all this shit I don't want. I don't believe in anymore because I'm not that guy that I was. So I don't know. I think maybe I'm not meant to do it. Maybe. We got a, <laughs> we got a song from like two years ago that we... Yeah. It's from like a year and a half. Like less than a year and a half. Immediately after Ray did it, he's like, I don't even like it anymore. No, I like don't it. Don't we just delete it? No. No, don't <laughs> delete it. it I just delete we'll it. We'll do it. We'll figure it out when we have time. <laughs> I think like uh, I'm... I, I don't think the last 20 years of my life were a huge waste of time, but a little bit. It was fun, bit. right? <laughs> Some of it was fun. All right. I don't know. That's all that matters. I think it was, sometimes things are fun in the moment, the, but when you have to think about them again, you're the like, The whole oh, purpose shit. of life is to just gain as much satisfaction as you can from it. That's the whole point. Who said that, Mick Jagger? I did. I think Eric just uh, said it now. That was deep. the whole point of life, right? Sounded, I, th- I thought did it was say that? Too. Maybe he said that. I don't know. <laughs> no, I think I Eric know. just said it. I thought... I don't know. But if you get the most... That sounds like very selfish. I think it's okay to, to be selfish. Yeah. And indulgent. Music yeah. in itself is self-indulgent. You know? Yeah. The you don't have to be an asshole. You yeah. can still... Yeah. I think it's it's totally okay to be selfish. Like, who else is going to do it? Who else is going to care about you? Yeah. Nobody. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Jesus. <laughs> Just do whatever. Just be nice to people. Why well, sleep in a bed of roses when someone else wore the thorns? 
What? That's what my aunt just posted on is Facebook. That a quote? Yeah, I just read it. Did, all you, did you like it in a bed of roses when somebody else is <laughs> yeah, Did you like it? Did you love that one? When, life, you is, care, uh, when life is not a bed of roses, remember who wore the thorns. Can you respond with like a oh, pukey face? Oh, that's like a Jesus thing. Can yeah. you respond with a pukey face? Like no, we already thing. agreed not to talk to each other on Facebook. Oh. Imagine, dude, I could do it though. Imagine right? you're some asshole <laughs> in like the year whatever zero, and you're like, I'm gonna fucking die today, and everybody in the world has to feel bad about it for the, for the rest of the history of the world. Like, what yeah. a fucking brat! Like, yes, you're when your life's not going well, remember who wore the thorns? Why? Yeah. Why? He didn't do yeah. anything for me. I didn't ask him to wear no I fucking don't want thorns. Your Jesus complex. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I stubbed my toe, and I got to thank also, Jesus. I don't think Jesus asked for this. <laughs> Like, I don't think it doesn't make any sense. Why you, just, you just that that's like why why don't you just remember like oh look on the bright side? Why do I gotta remember some guy got tortured for three days to enjoy my life? Yeah. <laughs> Never forget. Nosferatu. Oh Jesus. So the music talking industry about Jesus now? <laughs> you can't talk about the music industry without talking about Christ himself. The first rock star. The first. <laughs> the, Jesus, Jesus Christ superstar. Yeah. Do you ever see the show Black Jesus on Cartoon Net or was it on Adult Yeah, Swim? it was pretty funny. No. They did one more season, but I don't think I saw the last one because what's his name? Charlie Murphy died. And uh, he was he was in it. Him. Oh, what's the other guy that was in it? He died too. Two of the funniest characters died in it. And oh, then shit. I was like, how are they going to do another yeah, season? Yeah, that's hard to do. Yeah, but they did. They did another season. It's probably no good, but whatever. It's still a funny show. Never seen oh. it. I've been watching uh, Check It Out with Steve Brule. That I one's funny. Oh, He's God, so funny. Which, which he, season he, he you pukes on? a little too much in it. I, I, I can't eat while I'm watching <laughs> you seen the, the newest show. I don't know what it is. Shows. You seen the newest season? No, I don't, no, I'm on like season three. I just started. It's pretty I don't know funny. how many they are. Are you excited for the you Scooby-Doo show, that's, or Velma, that's coming out? Sam Richardson plays Shaggy. It's animated. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That should be cool. I know. doesn't matter who the other characters are. Really? <laughs> as long as he said it, that's yeah, dude, it's gonna rule. I fucking for, love Scooby Doo. He did some show with a dude where they they play guys who they're friends with like the biggest rapper in the world, and then the rapper dies, and they have to like figure out how to be humans again with no money <laughs> oh. and no skills. And I I really want to watch, and I, we haven't gotten to it yet. We'll do I've it tonight. That one. Can we go to the mall later? Yeah, I guess. Are okay. you going to the mall? Oh my god, Ray's been saying I do that, that every, every day. fucking day. Oh I god. do that quote. I want to go to the mall. I'm not even joking. <laughs> Dude, you just made my life. I said, are, are you going to the mall? No, I'm not going to the mall later. Spell the word. Yeah. I am the which, smartest which man mall? alive. <clears throat> which couch? Which mall? Oh, Quaker I, Bridge. I don't know. Quaker Bridge. Oh, that's a good mall. <laughs> I just have a gift card. For where? For the mall? H&M. Oh. For the mall. Yeah. For the mall. It just says no, the they mall. Have, they do have mall gift, gift cards. It works anywhere you go. It's they called a so. gold card. You get so much tomorrow. You can take it to any mall in the U.S., to any store. Oh, I'm so sweaty. <laughs> how, do you, uh, how do you think the, like, the artists on like, a major label level work? In this day and age, how do you how, do you how do they work? work? Yeah, how does it work? How do they how do they even get there? And it, then how does uh, how does it maintain? <laughs> if I knew that, I, I, this right. every I wouldn't day. be doing this podcast. Every man. time they I hear a song on the radio, I think about this. They used really? to give artists yeah. like you know twenty thousand dollars to go record in a studio. I don't think they do that shit anymore, do they? I don't. I think they do, and they just they just keep, keep all the money. Just keep the money. Yeah, you just yeah, go buy a computer and record it yourself. To, yeah. And I think <laughs> I think the budget for records is probably after they have to recoup that. You know. Yeah. Yeah, label, so it's all. It's, I also like with the way recording is now. 
I feel like it can't. How much does it cost to record an album? Like you end up paying for. It depends. I mean, if you're going to somebody, pay, that, they they'll pay for features and things like yeah, that. And, and yeah, engineering and if you're going to somebody videos, that does like uh, analog stuff, you know, like reel to reel, all that shit. That's, yeah, that's a lot more. But nobody, work, you know no pop I mean? star does analog. Nah, there's some people. Yeah, prefer it. There, I think like a lot like bigger punk bands probably still do that, but then they put their own records out. Oh yeah. But I don't know. Like I think it seems like like a lot of people complain about like industry plants and stuff like that. I don't really care. I don't think too much about that stuff. But a lot of people who become superstars, it seems like a legit grooming process. It's like people who were child stars in some way and then they grow to be the biggest stars on the planet in a different format. Not everybody's out here winning American Idol anymore. Yeah, and well mm. they none they notoriously don't do well. Kelly Clarkson did pretty well. But Ruben Stutter didn't do well. Dude, like, Adam Lambert is touring with Queen. Yeah, but he's been doing that for... That's he's a, doing so well. That's called finding a job. Joking. I'm just you kidding. Know, that's steady work. Nobody <laughs> no, buys an Adam around. Lambert fucking album. People were. Yeah. No, it was, just, it was just a dumb joke. You know who was good? Who's good is uh, Derulio. Jason, Jason Derulo. Derulio. Derulo. He it's Derulo. Yeah, he's an American Idol guy, right? No. He's awful. I thought he was an no. American Idol guy. Who the fuck? Where the fuck did he about. come from? I don't know. I, I, now I don't know. You think he's awful? I think he's pretty good. I like his pop <laughs> music. Jason Derulo. I don't know. <laughs> you can think he's awful. I don't care. <laughs> I mean, it's not like, oh man, that guy really touched he's me. He's 33 years <laughs> old. Like he grew up in music. Florida. Uh-huh. Uh, Fact check. Since the start of his solo recording career in 2009, he sold over 30 million singles. Why yeah, he's, he's why not. Why does it say solo career? Was he in a group before that or something? Mm-hmm. But he was not on American Idol. Well, I wonder. I just wonder just who you're thinking of. Yeah, I who thought he was. Somebody just said that to me once, and I just trusted him for the next ten years. I don't I mean, how many American research. Idols there's there's been? You know, hey, hey Avril Lavigne. They've, they've done uh, them got in famous like, from Canadian American Idol, right? Did like she? a British version too? I don't or think something. so. Someone did. Maybe it wasn't Avril Lavigne. <laughs> Drake, Nickelback. <laughs> Are they from Canada? Yeah, I think yes, so. Yes, and yes. Uh, That's why I've really been married. Well, I know Drake. Actually, no, Nickelback, I don't think is. Some 41? Some some 41 isn't either. Hmm. Some 41 got signed to a label by... They made videos of them like breaking mailboxes and playing high school parties. And then they got... There's a thing... The says, yeah, and then they got char- charged with felony. Is Avril Lavigne still Canadian? That's a, that's a Google ask. Still Canadian? Not anymore. What's yeah, the she, answer? She, she wasn't. Who am I thinking of? Uh, Avril Lavigne's your favorite. You don't know how she. I know famous. Canadian Idol season five finale. Avril Lavigne. Canadian Idol is the funniest Canadian name for a they show. Have it for every. <laughs> it's like when Weird Al did Canadian Idiot after Green Day's American Idiot. It yeah, sounds like wait. a joke. Like I think she a... just performed on there, and like I'm just getting confused. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. My bad. Sorry. Yeah, that's okay. Terror suspects performs Avril Lavigne on Canadian Idol. Are those are those shit like oh, that's when a it's band? American okay. Idol I or it was Canadian? A terror Idol. suspect. Is What's it the that? same like product? Is it the same company that puts like the different uh, versions? I think of it Simon Cowell did start whatever he had in the UK, and then he started American okay, Idol. Okay, so it started in, in the UK. Okay. Yeah, but I don't know how Canadian Idol even became a thing. Yeah, I don't get it. I I mean, I don't really care to get it, but and I'm not like mad. I'm not <laughs> like, mad. I don't at, care to get it. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not mad at like people who are that famous or have money. I honestly like love. I love like mainstream rap. I love like pop music. I just think it's just interesting because I feel like nobody like waits in the li- the lobby at the label with their demo anymore. All right, like well, that's I, how I Taylor Swift got famous. Is it? That's what she says. 
What? She waited in the lobby with her demo? She's from Reading, Pennsylvania. Uh-huh. She like went to Nashville and like went to a bunch of studios and like forced them to listen to it. That's pretty good. I don't know if that's yeah, true. That's like that accurate. movie with Brandon Fraser, right? Brandon Fraser. Oh, Airheads. Airheads. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Where they go? It's Dog Day Afternoon, (laughs) but with a metal band. The radio. The radio. uh, Yeah, right. They just go fucking take over. That's that's the same thing. That's what you got to do. (laughs) Didn't Didn't One Direction get famous from X Factor? Is that what that was from? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. They're all the same. Old things a nightmare. (laughs) Yeah, Taylor Swift got signed at age 14 with Sony. Oh wow. I don't think a 14-year-old went to the Nashville record store yeah, I don't and think so. handed someone their demo. I don't believe you. I don't believe it. Uh, she was at an industry showcase in Nashville. Yeah, that sounds more like okay. it. If I walked in there, they'd be like, yeah, get the fuck out of here. They'd be calling <laughs> security and shit. Yeah, well, they check your record at the door. with the. Uh, you, they take your fingerprints. Uh, they look. They search if you got any felonies, and they don't let you in. I was like, okay, I'd so be she like, did like, go to Nashville when she was 15 you. to like go play her music. Yeah, okay. That's fine. Yeah, I just I knew part of it was true. What I said. Yeah, I mean I'm not mad at the Swift. I'm not. I'm a Swifty. I'm not mad. I go back and forth. I'm not mad. Taylor's Taylor's got some bangers. Taylor's version. Bangers. Taylor. Her version. first record is fucking hands down amazing. Her first record. That's too country. It's like barely country. Well, whatever. Doesn't matter. A little bit of rock and roll. Rest in peace, Loretta Lynn. Yeah, and anyway, I think what what else? There's no rock bands anymore. What do you think oh about my that? God. What's your take on that? Rock bands, rock bands. There's what's no that? What's bands. that Led Zeppelin ripoff band that's playing right now? Oh, I don't. I don't what are they called? 1979. No, that something. new. <laughs> I don't care. I don't really care about. You can't that. even remember. Just making up stuff. <laughs> no, but but like fucking like 55 year old dudes are like, oh, and that that new oh, band. I, I know who you're talking. Who the about? fuck? I, we talked about them on the, the podcast name. before. Dog yeah. Day Afternoon. No. Three Dog Night. Stop. Does it have something, the word something, dumb? Something dumb. They dress up like fucking Led Zeppelin. Like, I don't know. That's one way to spend your time. I'm just like, I don't know. My brain doesn't really work right now. But like, but yeah, people are like, oh yeah, it's so cool. They're still playing real music. Nobody plays real yeah, instruments yeah. anymore. It's like, yeah, also, yeah, I know, shut I know the exactly fuck up. Everybody plays real instruments. There's mad real instruments yeah. on every production. Like, just because they if, make beats and shit doesn't yeah, mean it's the fucking same, stupid. People uh, are fucking stupid. Every time I bring this up, I'm always thinking of the same person every time saying these things to me. But it's like the same dude who like couldn't like learn how to play bass also can't learn how to like make beats you know what i mean so it's like so like yeah you think nobody's playing real insurance anymore but also you can't do the other thing that people are doing that you're complaining about what's well, the same th- all instruments are like built off of piano or whatever it's it's no different to do things digitally really i mean it might be yeah, easier to but copy it's just and like paste, the point of i mean like, yeah if you know music theory you're gonna be able to do all that shit i don't know music that. theory i don't know <laughs> shit i don't i barely know it but I was thinking about over. how I just was one day I'm gonna do music and I just did it do and music. I don't I don't know how to play anything. Greta Van Fleet. Fucking that's the name yeah, of the band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fucking stupid. I said, what's the band that sounds like Led Zeppelin? And they came up. Greta Van Fleet. Yeah, yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, they're like a bunch of twenty year olds. <laughs> but Led Zeppelin is terrible. Like what? Like why are we? Let's not beat around the bush here. I know you hate Led Zeppelin. I mean, I they got a, a couple all right fan. songs, you know. <laughs> I, I have only, I, I have a handful of my mom's records and one of them is Houses of the Holy and that's it. That's why I enjoy I, it. I really only know some of their stuff from just from learning how to play guitar. Is it really it? Yeah, you're not on trial. I'm not. You're allowed. <laughs> no, I really wasn't. I'm on a trial. Big fan. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, what? What are you on trial for? Because I like Led Zeppelin. Oh, okay. Do you like what'd Led Zeppelin? You, what'd you do? That's what'd you do, Gary? What are you, what are you in for? <laughs> oh, I, listened, I listened to Led Zeppelin one time. 
Yeah, I'm just saying, like, as far as like bands where white people stole black music, Led Zeppelin's not that great. It's not that impressive to me. I don't, you know, not a big fan. I can't think of what I'm a fan of right now. I kind of just put on. I fucking hate whatever. music. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Th- thanks, Darko, for showing up and making us hate music. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah, over thanks it. Thanks a lot. <laughs> I like. It. Okay, so this is this is a fine conversation, but I hate what I'm like. In public, I'm a barber. Well, I used to be full time barber, now I'm part time. But like, people want to talk about music to me, mm. and I'm like, you are the most annoying fucking person I've ever met in my goddamn life. And like two weeks ago, this guy's like, oh man, like Chiodos, dude, like they're such a good band. They're like the best, and I've seen them. And what the is U- it? Chiodos. What is this? A band that had music. Uh, Cheetos. Flaming like like hot so, Cheetos. It sounds like something delicious. So Cole, who used to be the drummer of my band that I work with at my barbershop, he was like. Um, he's like, I don't know that band. I was like, dude, they sound like 2008. And the guy's like, no, they don't. And he puts it on and I'm like, he's like, yeah, you're kind of right. And oh, I'm this like, yeah, is, dude. it's like a screamo band. Yeah. Kind of. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. And it, you know, it's just like, you know, people who like want to brag about all the big bands they've seen. But if seen, you like that stuff. Like, yeah. So did everybody good. else. Like everybody has seen that band. They're fucking popular. Like I, I just don't get it. I don't know. Whatever. I just don't want to talk about music. I think it's annoying. Thanks a lot. <laughs> yeah. No, I said, like I said, host. this is fine, but like I don't want to talk about like a bunch well, of super popular bands. Do you think you've been hurt by music like I have, and you're like no. bitter, bitter about it? No, you're too young, maybe. Okay, whatever. To have music hurt you. It never became my whole life yeah. enough. Yeah. Like I definitely like revolved my whole like I got a job where I could take off at work all the time to play shows, and then like and I bought cars to go on tour and I did all the things that you're supposed to do, but like. Now, I'm just like, I don't fucking have time for that. I don't like anybody's music that I have to play. Like, I just don't want to do it. Yeah. Also, like, don't write my own music. You know what I mean? Like, Damn, I was going to say if you wanted to play bass on something. No, no I will. Don't get me wrong. No, I totally will. But you guys it, want to start is... a band? Oh, that'd be fun. Are we doing this? <laughs> I would love, I've said this a thousand times. <laughs> but it is just like, you know, I, I get to a point where it's like, am I doing this for me or am I doing it for someone else? And when it becomes for someone else and I don't enjoy it, then I'm like, I shouldn't do this. You know, I do it because I think I have to, not because I want to. Right. Yeah, All right, we're starting a band. I'll start booking shows. Please, please. tomorrow. Yeah, we're no, gonna I'm play kidding. Mill Hill Basement every Saturday for the rest of the fucking year. <laughs> yeah, that's like, it. Great. This is what I want to do yeah. with my fucking time. So Stay I, up until two a.m. I did. I started my first real band where we played out when I was nineteen, and then I started rapping like just rap without the band. Probably like I was like twenty-five or something. And I was read. I would read articles in rap magazines that were like, "If you're older than 24, you have no place in rap." <laughs> and I'd be like, "What the fuck? I just started." Did someone write I, this about I, me? I, I read shit like that with music stuff, like it's even with starting a band. Yeah. So I'd be like 27 on tour, and I'd be like, "Oh man, it's it's over. Like I'm, I'm it's over. I'm <laughs> yeah, you're done. already passed." And then I was like 30, and it and it was like it still was fun, and it almost got better. Like I, every couple of years, I'd find a new way to do it, and it would be like a new crowd and new new places to go new music like n- better money and i would just keep doing it i never got like super jaded and uh then that at my best was probably thank you that's very funny that's nothing nothing there to hurt my feelings but uh, then at my best uh i feel like i was pushing i don't know like 34 and i was getting paid more and tour and more and then eventually like covid hit and it was like, man, how many times am I going to like refine my enjoyment in this? I think too, like scenes in quotes here, like they kind of just like flip over all the time. You know, it's like, yeah. you know, maybe for two years straight, you're playing shows in Philly or New Brunswick. And then it's like, oh, well, all those kids just moved out. And now there's a bunch of new people that live there or like, you know, any, any scene really just like the promoter that you knew left. 
So now you're not going to book shows at that venue anymore. Right. It, it, yeah, it's cyclical. Yeah, that is like that. That's weird. Yeah, so like for me, like like I think about it now, like if I was going to book a show, like all the people I knew and played shows with aren't doing it anymore. What is it you said the thing about, oh, and we'll just play Mill Hill Basement every Saturday for the rest of our lives. Yeah. I, I knew this kid from New Brunswick and he was in Iron Reagan and they played uh, Mill and he was like, yeah, you got to get a publicist, man, because like otherwise, you, what do you want to play Mill Hill Basement for the rest of your life? And I was like, mm. I was probably like thirty, and I was like, yeah, I'll get a publicist. Mm. And then I reached out to like five publicists, and I got like some good names, and every single one of them was either like, uh, I don't know, you're like a punk who raps. I don't. This isn't punk. I don't know enough. what to do for you. Yeah, I can't do it. And then they'd be like, oh, this is too much rap. I can't do it. And yeah. that was it. Like I hit a wall. I'm not I was saying like, there's okay, anything wrong with playing at Mill Hill. It's not, yeah, I'm not, not above that. But like you know, it's like. I wouldn't oh, want to play every yeah, dude. I like play twice in a month. Like, how Saturday. many times have we all done oh, that? Yeah, like, it's the worst. and by we all, I mean me and right. But like, you know, it is. It just like is like, I don't know. I don't know. It is. It is. I don't know. I it don't is. Know. Like, That's it is. A, it's like, do I enjoy this? Do I want to do this? I don't know. I don't know. It's more fun doing a podcast every week. I maybe. I am so tired of doing the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm tired of doing everything. Like, Bella it's all, walks out and quits. I mean, I got here today. This is pretty fun. I, you know, it is nice to like, do a thing it. every week, but like, you know, it's it's the three hours in the morning on Sunday that I finally got to have and now I'm here and it's nothing against you guys. Let's it's just like, there's just not, day. there's just not enough time in the week. I also work three jobs and I work seven days a week, so it's my own fault. It has nothing to do with you guys, really. I'm just, I'm just bitter. Do you guys think in, in music, whether it's like mainstream or independent or whatever, do you think like being like too cool or like kind of being a jerk off is like rewarded. I don't think so. No, no. no. I kind of think it is. I, I think it, well, I think that might be subjective too. If you just like come off, come across as a jerk, if you're actually, no, nah, like, like people exclusivity and like elitism kind of run the industry, like kind of run mean, every level. Like I think yes and no. Like I think that I could say a thousand times over, I hate elitists. Right. And then it's like, a hundred other people might love them, but I don't know that it's rewarded. It's also just like, I just hate that. Person. Well, it's like if you have the cool new independent spot or cool new house mm-hmm. and you pick who plays there, it's not, oh, okay, it's never yeah. like open season. It's like, Oh, that band's lame. They're not playing. There. Like, and that's mm-hmm. usually yeah. off personal taste or no, off for sure. What look optics, like what looks cool. Yeah, I could, I could agree. And with like, that. I think that's, that's a lot of turnaround. And if you're not in the cool kids club, you don't go anywhere. Yeah. I actually forget that. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. Running it, running a house venue actually makes you the you should become president because you're so smart and wise. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean I, that's how people treat those people too. How, how do you uh, <laughs> like, how, how do you like Philly, Darko? You like as far as like music goes? You like the the scene? I mean, I live in I live in North Plainfield now. You know? Yeah, right. Um, right. I've I've been out. Uh, no, I think Philly was Philly. You know, kind of dead for a bit. Yeah, um, Philly's always just you know been weird. I mean? Yeah, it was a similar thing. I got in with a cool punk house when I was younger in Philly, but it was like fucking cutthroat. It was like, and like literally cutthroat. It was like people got the <laughs> shit kicked out of them every fucking weekend. Uh, and I was lucky enough to like be on the cool team <laughs> there for a while. Like, it, But it's always like the new cool spot in Philly always is a little bit fucking elitist. The mm-hmm. new cool spot in New Brunswick is always a little elitist. Yeah. And if you're lucky enough to be in with them, it's like... I've always been like cool with people who like maybe were having a hard time like reaching out to places and getting booked and I'll give people a chance, but not everybody will. Yeah, right, right. And like, I don't know. I feel like that kind of signifies the whole ladder to any level of like you want to get to in any kind of music scene or 
mainstream or whatever. I don't know. Oh, just well, there's, there's that's uh that's gatekeeping one on one. Yeah. You know, that's why the same, you know, same few artists are on the, you know, every uh, on pitchfork and everywhere else every day. Yeah. You know, it's not yeah. like it kind of reminds me of what we talked they about. They actually the, took chances on things, you know, it'd be a lot different. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of what we talked about in the beginning where it's like, you know, right now, like there might be some people who are elitists that won't book certain bands, but there's always going to be other people who book, book certain bands or do yeah. certain things at certain venues. And it kind of is just like, you know, like everything Leo turned down, Christian Bale got. So it's like everything, all those elitist gatekeepers turned down, everybody else got. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I guess I've, I've gone through both phases where Ray I was just like, loves the underdog though. Yeah, I do. I felt jaded for a lot and I would be like, I was hanging around with guys who were too cool for school and I think I've had some periods where my attitude wasn't the best and then I snap out of it and I get back on the horse and there's like, music's cool because it is like infinite. I've always liked it, especially hip hop because it's it's very much like comic books. It's like everyone's got a secret identity. Everyone does something different, has their own unique like special power they bring to it and I always thought that was so cool. Like, You don't have to like set up rules or limits you could actually just like party with everybody and have a great time. And I always thought that was the coolest thing about, especially rap, like the variety of like weirdos you get. Like, and they'll be on your podcast a couple <laughs> years later. But I, I always love that part. But yeah, it always seems like, I guess like at some point it seems like you're hitting a ceiling. Like for me, that's when I would like reach out to a publicist or something. I'd be like, well, I can tour the country and I can make a couple hundred bucks a show. And, I have like a good crowd when I go out. Now what? Like I didn't go to fucking school for marketing. I don't know anybody. Like how do? Where do I go from here? And it just felt like you had to sell a pair of sweatpants that say, uh, "What did they say? <laughs> Sweatpant girl." What, yeah. what was that? <laughs> I know Ray knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. No, we don't have what to did, turn this into a hateful. I'm podcast. not being hateful, um, but that worked for him. I guess. I guess. Well, and that's a, all right. So, I that's how I always felt. Like I hit the ceiling for me. And then if no one else is going to work with me or help me, and I never had money to like pay anybody to help me. Mm. So I guess that's where it's like, a, you need to find money. Like any, like if you're yeah. putting out an independent movie, you got to find money to distribute Producers. it. Yeah. So I guess I never had that part, but yeah. And then when I see people like certain rappers, we know it when they're just like grinding it out to like an embarrassing level, I, I it's I feel like there's no dignity. I don't know. I, I that's maybe that's elitist in itself, but like people who are just like begging for any scrap of attention. I, I'm like that's not why I do music. I don't do yeah. music just to be like look at me 24/7. Yeah. Which so I think I, a lot of people do. It's very uh off-putting. Mm. And that's not cool. And I'm not trying to be the cool guy. I'm just guy. a poser, man. I'm not wearing my punk vest to go to the grocery store. Yeah. <laughs> but I know yeah. some people who would. I don't have a punk vest. Must be weird being a model because they're literally like, hey, look at me. <laughs> like, literally. Yeah, what's that like? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you have to have people I don't know look why. at you. <laughs> like, yeah, like literally, man. But they're not. They're like, look at these jeans. And then they get thousands of dollars. That's true. Well, they're not just showing jeans. Yeah, right. But that's, that's what it is. So. Yeah, there's yeah. shirts. Someone's got to wear too. the product. <laughs> there's shirts and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that would be weird, though. It'd be like, everybody's going to see me. <laughs> you know? <'Cause>, I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Weird. Like in this. You're bad. You, wouldn't it be like, weird? Do you at, like look being at a, his brain going? Wouldn't it be weird? Like, really you saw your face on a look at that thing. Do you like being a background guy? No, I don't really care. He doesn't even post. He does. He's not even a background guy. He doesn't post or share any of the things he does. Yeah, but he yeah, does all the work. 
Yeah. Yeah. Eric does. I don't know if that post makes him background. That just makes him here. Why don't yeah. I start the Twitter and I'll do the Twitter? Yeah, but you, Eric's, <laughs> sure. never, Eric's never like the lead singer in a band. No, He's no. the guitarist. Yeah. I can yeah. relate. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. I'm not saying like background guy in a bad way. I no, just mean I know. like Eric likes Behind to make scenes. things for himself and then. Yeah, I think it's awesome. Yeah, and I think I finish great. it and then I'm like, it's done. I'm done with it. You really should post more pictures of your tattoos. I should post a lot of stuff. Hey, the the prank call album's done finally. Oh, good. The album art's done. I just gotta. It's in queue to get released on. You're whatever. very productive. Darko's very but no, it productive. It took me forever. I, I was getting yelled at by Nicole. She's like, "You need to finish that fucking thing." I think it's really. You uh, just need a wife to yell at you more. Respectable. Yeah. yeah. You it better helps. put out your prank call it, albums. It, I it, swear to God. It helps. It helps. <laughs> Love you, Nicole. I had it up to you. She's got the rolling pin. <laughs> well, she's on a bunch of the calls. She's like, yeah, of course. No, I get it. I we love got, Nicole. We got new ones building up that we got to get for the next album. Motivation's hard the older I get to do anything. I've always been collaborative, so I never just sit around doing something on my own. Unless yeah. I'm like, I go, I'll like write lyrics on my own, but like I never, I need other people to be involved for me to like get like to set an appointment, get up and go do it. Same. It's not like a, I don't just like, I can't sit around just making music. Yeah. You're not doing acapella rap shit. I don't think I have the skills or either the cap, the capacity to do it really. I'll show you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Did we learn anything? You, it's YouTube. You just go on YouTube. Yeah. I was yeah. thinking today, I'm like, man, Eric's going to build that shed. It's going to be done. It's going to look awesome. Almost, and I'm like, oh, like how did he learn all this stuff? It's almost done. You got to see it. YouTube. Oh, yeah. I figured we would go check it out today. Eric's making time. his uh, podcast shed look like the Millennium Falcon. Not the Millennium oh, yeah. Falcon, just a random generic Falcon. <laughs> just any Wars, any yeah, spaceship. He, he can't like say a, it's going to look like the Millennium Falcon because he'll Millennium get sued. Falcon, it's not the Millennium Falcon, the 1989 yeah, it's Falcon. Like, it's, it's like, like the, a Halloween costume at uh, Spirit Halloween, and it can't say like Star Wars yeah. character. It's like Space Battles. Space Battler. There was a yeah. gen- wasn't there a generic like a Star Wars movie that came? It was. It was like ripping off Star Wars the same time period. I can't remember what Spaceballs. it was. Spaceballs. Spaceballs? No, it wasn't Spaceballs. <laughs> no, it wasn't it wasn't a comedy. It was like it was supposed to, Oh man, I'll have to look it up. I, I, I think I, I remember something like that. But when it, I was a kid, I always thought that Digimon was but, a rip off so, of Yu-Gi-Oh or something. Well, some people Pokemon. were saying that Star Wars ripped off this movie and I don't think it was. There's like people that uh-huh. talk Star about Crash? It. Maybe it was. I don't know. Star Crash, maybe that. Crash Bandicoot? I don't know. Come on, man. Come on, man. Get it together. <laughs> Darko, did we learn anything this week? Did you learn anything? What did we learn? I don't think. I don't <laughs> think. Any... I'm trying to do Steve Rule. Yeah. So what did we learn? For your health. <laughs> for, for your health. For your health. Uh, I I don't think I have ever learned anything. <sighs> Learning stuff. I don't like to learn. Yeah. Stuff. It's hard. It's, it's hard, hard to keep it up. Oh, I refuse to learn. I don't want to know new things. <laughs> you got to act on your new knowledge. And change your opinion. Yeah, the dogs didn't move move at all or bark. Dogs took two hard naps in here. It's a hard That's naps funny. night. That's cool. It's a dog day afternoon. I was worried they'd bark. I'm going to watch Airheads, I think, later. I think that's something I've taken away from this <laughs> nice. podcast. There you today. go. Take that away. The Lone Rangers? Yeah. You know, they did that. They do that Iron uh, Youth, or uh, Iron, the Reagan Youth song uh, in that movie. And I don't think Reagan Youth ever got credit or anything and they, 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 oh, yeah. and they do their own version with Brendan Fraser singing and everything it's on the soundtrack yeah, imagine, imagine if they rebooted that right now oh, that'd be ridiculous with yeah. all the same people with all the same <laughs> that's people the, airheads the same, too that's what I'm saying with the same ha- they're all alive right yeah they're that all alive Actually, I would definitely. I would watch totally it watch it. It would be ridiculous, but I would watch it. Did you see Clerks I, Three yet, or no? No, no, no. I haven't seen it. I'm gonna have to see if I can bootleg that. <laughs> yeah. I just don't want to go to the theater. 
Well, you gotta steal from independent uh, You know, artists. I'll pay to see it at home. I don't care. <laughs> just go to the theater. I just, don't wanna, I just don't wanna go Grow to the up. theater. The Get moral, the popcorn. The moral of the story today is definitely steal from independent No, pay artists. for it. Just don't pay for it to watch at home. I don't want to go to the theater. <laughs> well, Ke- Kevin Smith, that, this, this is kind of relevant to what we're talking about. I still want to pay, pay for it. huge, you know, still, still a household name. And when he puts a movie out, he tours with it to make the money back before he does a th- oh, yeah, he uh, does do that, national huh? release. Which so is it's like, not even in every theater then right now. It, it's I only think, like I think it ones. is a, a more oh, yeah, major right. release now. That. But he did do the tour already, which is like, that's a smart move. Oh, that's he did that he with makes the, his money back. He did that with the Jay and Silent Bob reboot or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, I think he I does it all right. the time now. That's cool. It's cool, but it also like, why can't a filmmaker just make his fucking money back with a release? Why does he have to go to an extra length to do it? Like it, it's just there's just like inherently shit wrong with how people who make things get paid. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Maybe he just has fun doing it, too. Well, know. yeah, it's probably fucking awesome. That would probably be a perk, for sure. Doesn't he do, like, Q&As and all that shit? Yeah, like, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. He, he probably gets some thing. special stuff, take some, p- some photos, kiss some babies. Yeah. <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> all right. So we didn't learn anything? No, we didn't learn shit. Was, the music industry sucks. Yeah. That's all. It's, a, it's a hard grind, man. You, you knew that one already. Yeah. That's okay. We can complain about it for days. I think uh, you got you got some plugs, Starko. You want to drop yeah, some yeah. Links? My new album, The Meaning Place, is available on Double LP CD and digital. Uh, you don't deserve this beautiful art. UDDTBA.bandcamp.com. You can also go to DarkoTheSuper.com when it's updated soon. But right now, you have a good one, San Diego. Well, wait, what's your Twitter? What's your Twitter? <laughs> my Twitter is at DarkoTheSuper. Instagram your- at DarkoTheSuper. Facebook.com probably slash DarkoTheSuper. <laughs> that was all really well said. What that about Tumblr? Really- Tumblr, I don't got a Tumblr. It's not 2011. TikTok, TikTok I don't got one of those, man. Email, email. What's your email address? My email is darkofthesuper at gmail.com. MySpace. MySpace. LinkedIn. What's your LinkedIn? LinkedIn is Evan Souza. That <laughs> LinkedIn.com slash Evan Souza. Thank you. We should always do a fire, oh, oh, rapid oh, fire oh, round. Oh, what's your, uh, your gamer tag? My gamer tag is E40-seasoned. Underscore MP3. Where's okay. also that, on Xbox? I'm Darko the Super. Is that on uh, it's Xbox? Okay. Are you well, on PS5 Are you on is. Uh, no? No, I don't do Steam. I don't, uh, okay. I have a, What's your I Google know. password? Uh, my Google password. That would be password one two three four. <laughs> That's pretty P. good. Capital P. All right. We're good. P. We're in. Dude, I was on tour <laughs> with uh, Juicy Carcass, and he was talking about how much he loves E40. And I was like, you got to see this dude, Darko the Super. And he like <laughs> loves, he loves your here. shit after that. It's so funny you said the E40. Well, that's my that's tag. my uh, that's my PS5 name. It's E40 dash yeah, seasoned, seasoned underscore, underscore MP3. MP3. Good like memory. The, like the, it's the name of the song. That's so yeah, good. It's my favorite E40 song. Yeah, I love it. It's a classic. You guys got anything to plug? No. Well, I got the phone call albums, like I said, Derek yeah. Smacklin on all the different, all the different platforms. When's the new one coming out? Uh, it's just in queue. Whenever they approve it to go. Oh, out. it's it's waiting. It's already. For it's now. already. Yeah. It's, I got a new job. Yeah. You're plugging your new job. No. Thanks for telling us. You're welcome. <laughs> Appreciate it. Also, follow go follow us the podcast Aging Punks Complain on what Instagram. We're, we're all is Instagram. That's, That's it. it. <laughs> gonna no get, place, I'm going to set up a Twitter. I should do that. Okay. Yeah. Follow, if it's really going to help. Follow us, Eric on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I'll get it set up. And, and you we'll can tag your it. favorite comedians. Yeah, we tag whatever. Make a little uh, uh, rapport. I'll use that one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. 
Darko, thanks for being here, man. It's great to see you. Uh, you're the best. It's really cool to talk to you. Very nice to meet you. We're going to oh, take a picture after. Uh, I love it. Yeah, stick around. We're going to take a selfie with you to uh, oh, okay. on Instagram. <laughs> Let me do my hair. <laughs> uh, <laughs> makeup. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been another episode of Aging Punks Complain. Uh, shove it up your butts. The Aging Punks Complain is recorded at Sketchism's Media Studios and produced by me, Eric Backlund. The theme song, The Aging Punk Complains, was written by Raymond Strife and Ill Omega. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at The Aging Punks Complain. And if you like the show, leave a review and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. You can also leave us a message that may be featured on the show. Just call or text 609-358-0804.